Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Ephesians 4, 1. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Ephesians 4, 1. As a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Whenever I read that verse, I am struck by the impossibility of it. To live worthy of my calling, a chosen and redeemed daughter of Christ purchased by his blood? How in the world can anyone live worthy of that? And yet when we recognize the precious gift of grace that Christ has given us and all the blessings that come with our new identity and standing, our desire to please God grows, motivating our words and actions and impacting all of our interactions. This was a driving passion Paul, the man who wrote today's verse, deeply understood. The Bible tells us that prior to his conversion, he had ruthlessly persecuted those who loved Jesus. In Acts 8, verse 3, we read that Saul, which was the Hebrew name for Paul, began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. While Christ's disciples were sharing the good news of his death and resurrection, we read in Acts 9, verse 1, that Quote, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem, end quote. But then God dramatically changed Paul's life and his future, planting deep within his soul a passion to reach others for the very cause he had once so vehemently come against. This cost him a great deal his safety, his freedom, his relationships with many Jews in his former faith community. In 2 Corinthians 11, verses 23 to 27, retelling some of the hardships he suffered, he wrote, Five times I received from the Jews the forty lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false believers. I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and have often gone without food. I have been cold and naked. We also know during the time in which he wrote Ephesians, he was living under house arrest. 
This first century church leader who had endured so much for the sake of Christ was asking the Ephesian believers to follow his example of self-sacrifice and obedience. In the verses that follow, he explained in detail what that obedience looked like. In verses 2 through 6, he wrote, Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. We like reading those words, right? And sharing them in graphics and beautiful poems and prose posted on social media, especially when we're the recipients. Those commands feel a lot harder to live out when we encounter those who maybe think differently than we do, who maybe also are relatively new to the faith and who demonstrate a certain level of immaturity. If responding to others with Christ-like love came easily, such interactions wouldn't leave our watching world confounded. Yet Jesus, the one who laid down his life so that you and I might live, he stated without any disclaimers that others would know us by our love, by true, enduring, gentle, yet strong, healthy, honest, and growing love. That requires humility, which biblically means recognizing our need for Jesus, who we were prior to his intervention, who we would still be, how we would still behave if not for his spirit living within us. It means seeing ourselves in our brothers and sisters' difficulties. We may not battle the exact sin, but we all struggle with the same underlying roots. For example, we might not fight the same sexual addiction as someone else, but we all experience the consequences that come from losing self-control. We all struggle with pride, with selfishness, with blind spots and fear-based behaviors. This is true for all of us, and it was certainly true of God's people in Ephesus. Through Christ, God was uniting two vastly different people groups with deep-seated hostility towards one another, the Jews and the Greeks, and he was uniting them into one interconnected and interdependent family bound by the blood of Christ. They had plenty of reasons to divide, to remain antagonistic towards one another. Many of them had been raised to avoid and even hate one another after all. The Greeks prior to conversion had engaged in idol worship that often involved temple prostitution and other practices the Jews found abhorrent. And the Greeks viewed the Jews who often separated themselves from such practices and those who engaged in them, the, the Greeks saw them as elitists. Apart from God's transforming, uniting power, these two people groups were like vinegar and baking soda. In Christ, however, they were a beautifully united example of the power of grace. It was, in fact, because their union was so unlikely that their bonds provided such evidence for the gospel. God longs to shine the same supernatural beauty through our relationships as well. Not just those we choose based on similar backgrounds or interests, but with those, if not for Jesus, we would otherwise avoid. Our differences and struggles can divide us, or they can provide a commonality, a sense of empathy and understanding that draws us closer together as one body, one people, one family united by an all-powerful, uniting, loving, grace-giving Father and life-giving Son. That is when and how the world will know we belong to Jesus, when we allow Him to use you and I to break down the dividing walls we've built between us and to begin to build relational bridges instead. So who is God calling you to reach out to this week to build a bridge of friendship? And what is one way in which you can do so? Let's pray. Holy Father, we are in awe 
of your love, your mercy, your grace, and the power you have given us through your Son and by the Holy Spirit that resides within us. You are one God, one Father, uniting people of every tribe, every nation, every tongue into one interconnected, interdependent family. And when we bond together, Lord, when we lean on one another and encourage one another and support one another, we reveal the power of the gospel. So, Lord, kill the pride that would separate us. Let us not live driven by feelings of offense or by fear or defensiveness, but let us be driven by your love, a love that breaks down barriers and that unites people again of every tribe, every nation, of different backgrounds and and different places in in their lives. Lord, help us to live bonded by your love, united by your love. Help us to put the gospel, which you will use our relationships to reveal. Lord, may your love in us overpower our pride, our sinful tendencies, our desire to separate ourselves by things that don't really matter, and help us to unite together by your Holy Spirit. We love you and we praise you. It's in the name of your victorious Son we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Our world can feel chaotic and uncertain. 
but we don't have to live enslaved to fear. Christ has promised me and you his peace, and throughout scripture has provided powerful tools and practical steps to help us experience greater freedom. I'm Jennifer Slattery, lead host of the Faith Over Fear podcast, inviting you to join me and my team as together we learn how to starve our fears and feed our faith. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com or wherever you access podcast content.